or aged. Whosoever is deceived thereby is not wise. The fear of a king is as the roaring of a lion. Whoso provoketh him to anger sinneth against his own soul. It is an honor for a man to cease from strife, but every fool will be meddling. The sluggard will not plow by reason of the cold, therefore shall he beg and harvest and have nothing. Counsel in the heart of a man is like deep water, but a man of understanding will draw it out. Most men will proclaim everyone his own goodness, but a faithful man who can find. The just man walketh in his integrity. His children are blessed after him. A king that sitteth in the throne of judgment scattereth away all evil with his eyes. The Bible says in verse 9, Who can say, I have made my heart clean, I am pure from my soul. Let me ask you this tonight before we go any further. Can you honestly say that? Can, can you honestly before God tonight read verse number 9 and say, I can say uh, what it says, that I've made my heart clean and I am pure from my sin. That's a pretty, that's a pretty important question. Can you honestly say that tonight? I'm not going to try to re-preach everything I preached this morning, but I do want to remind you, we'll pray and sit down in just a moment, uh, that, that I, I, I'm talking about nine different types of men, nine testimonies that Solomon gives us in Proverbs chapter number 20. And so my thought was simply this, uh, when looking at this text, my thought is, of the nine which testimony is thine. Of the nine, which testimony is thine? We're going to look at nine different testimonies, nine different types of men. And I want you to figure out which one you are. Let's pray. You pray with me. Pray for me, please, tonight. Father, we do love you. We thank you, Lord, for your mercy and your grace. Thank you, God, Lord, that you come by our way this morning. Now, Lord, I'm standing here tonight, and I need your help, Lord. Uh, ain't no doubt in my mind that the devil is not real happy about what took place this morning. There might even be some people, uh, God, that's sitting here tonight that ain't real happy uh, with what you had to say through your word. I don't know the hearts of men, but God, I know what you'd have me say and what you had me preach. And so, Lord, I'm here tonight to preach exactly what you gave me, plus or minus nothing. And I pray, God, for special unction. And God, I pray, Lord, for liberty tonight. I pray, God, that you put your hand on me and in this place. And God, that you'd speak the hearts. I, Lord, can reach them, the ears of men. But God, only you can reach their heart. And so, Lord, please come by our way for a little while and speak to us through and by the precious Word of God. And for what you do, we will thank you and praise you. In Jesus' name and for His sake. And all of God's people said, Amen and Amen. You may be seated here tonight. Quickly uh, to review and recap by way of introduction it is here that Solomon of the great son of King David has begun writing this Proverbs uh, under the inspiration of God Almighty I need y'all to say amen right here we believe uh, that every word every I that's dotted and every T that's crossed uh, in the word of God is pure and it's been purified and it's been preserved unto all generations Solomon is writing in wisdom so that you and I could glean and grow in the wisdom of the Lord and the Word of God. May I say tonight, it is here
here that we begin to find uh, uh, certain types of men. We begin to see certain testimonies and the difference between uh, uh, these nine examples that God has given us of what kind of man or lady that you may turn out to be. I said number one this morning, I want you to notice first of all the man of false hope. Uh, the man of a false hope. Look at verse number one. Read it with me. The Bible said that wine is a mocker and strong drink is raging and whosoever is underlined deceived thereby is not wise. Now I preached all over alcohol this morning uh, and, and it needed to be preached. Amen right there. Uh, I preached all over it, all against it. I preached against social drinking. Well, preacher, I can't believe you'd do such a thing. Uh, you know there's good people that drink from occasion to occasion. Yeah, and those good people are wrong and those good people are... Sorry, somebody going to help me. Those people are sinning. Uh, you say, preacher, what in the world? I've never heard such preaching in this day and hour. You probably won't. Uh, but I'm here to tell you, the Word of God still says that wine is a mocker and strong drink is raging and whosoever is deceived thereby is not wise. Uh, we find a sense of false hope there in the, in the proverb uh, of wine and strong drink. But my God, are we not living in a day and hour uh, that people have a false hope? Uh, they put their hope in everything but Jesus. Uh, they put their hope in good words. They put their hope in uh, donations and charity and do-gooders. Are you listening? Uh, but my friend, our righteousness uh, is as filthy rags. Uh, uh, it don't make me no difference what title that you may carry and it don't make no difference to God. There's only one title uh, that's going to stand in the day of death uh, and in the day of judgment and that title is this or not. It is saved or lost. Uh, uh, may I say tonight some of the poorest human beings uh, uh, that's ever breathed theirs running on streets made with gold. Uh, uh, walls made of jasper and gates of pearl. Uh, uh, they're living in the splendors of eternal glory. Uh, they never had a blessed fire thing down here. Uh, but glory to God they're rich above all riches over there. Then on the other hand uh, you've got people who had it all down here. Uh, they never had a need or a want for nothing. They always had more than they could use up themselves. Uh, and they died without God. Uh, and they busted open the flames of hell uh, in that bottomless pit where the worm dies not and the fire's not quenched uh, where there's weeping and wailing and gnashing of teeth uh, I'm trying to tell you tonight there's only one way in and it's through and by the hope of the Lord Jesus Christ uh, do not be deceived into thinking there's some other way the Bible said uh, that they tried to climb up another way uh, and they be thieves and robbers I'm here to tell you tonight I could give a careless of what good things or bad things or what church you're a member of or not a member of it takes the shed blood of the Lord Jesus to cover your sin to save you and put redeemed by your account and there's no other way outside of Jesus he is the way the truth the life no man cometh unto the Father but by Him. You're going to have to get rid ditch your religion. I didn't plan on even staying here this long, but I really feel led to right now. You're going to have to get over being religious. 
Is anybody listening? I mean, I'm looking at people right now in my heart. I believe with all my heart you're holding on to religion and you will not get in. Amen. Right. Right. Amen. Brother Josh, I can't believe you'd say that. Some, somebody needs to say it. Amen, Amen brother. The Bible said that, that the preaching of the cross to them that perish is foolish. But to us which are saved, it is the power of God unto salvation. Do, do you realize that I have to preach? You know what preaching is? It's a man that's willing to make a fool of himself. Have to declare what thus saith the word of God. And I don't care what denomination or what religion you tied up in. If there's one way, neighbor, there is one way. And it's through Calvary. It's through the blood of Christ. It's through the redemption and the scarlet crimson blow. Of the You know when to give, you know when to clap, and you know when to 
my hope's in him. All my hope is in him. Brother Bob, that's a real good place to put your hope. Amen. Catholics got their hope in the book. Amen. Their hope in Mary. Let me tell you something about Mary. She ain't gonna get you in. That's right. She don't even know your name. Come she ain't gonna get you there. That's right. John Calvin. Right. His doctor, he ain't gonna get you there. Amen. Joseph Smith. Right, you ain't getting in riding a bicycle and knocking doors down. No, sir. You're not getting in because you've got long hair and wear a skirt to the floor. Come on. I'm going to tell you something. There's a whole bunch of that crowd that's trying to work their way in, and they'll be the first ones to bust out. Amen. You better believe. Are you listening? I may not get no further than I did this morning, but I'm doing what God said me to do. I'm trying to tell you there is real hope, but it's only in Jesus. Amen. That's it. They ain't enough tracks you can pass out. If there's only 144,000, by the way, the 144,000 is the 12 tribes of Israel. There's 12,000 in each tribe, and it equals 100, and that's all Jews. Take your King James Bible and go to the book of Revelation. It's the 12 tribes of Israel. It is not nothing else to do with Gentiles. But Jehovah's Witness says there's only 144,000 getting in. Here's my question. Why in God's name they trying to win us? If there's only 144,000, get off your bike. You're going to knock yourself out of your spot. That's the truth. Are y'all listening? I'm trying to tell you there's real hope, but it's not in religion. Real hope's not in rituals. Real hope is not in a routine. Are you listening? Real hope is in one thing. The redemption of the Lord Jesus Christ. You know why people have a false hope? It said in verse number one, those who are participants of wine and strong drink, they have been Deceived. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know what the devil is? He's the master deceiver. He's not just a liar, he's the father of all liars. People say, well, I just don't know which one's right because everybody thinks they're right. I'm going to say something I'm not arrogantly saying this. I don't think I'm right. I know what I believe is right. Yeah. Well, they say that too. They do, but they don't understand. Say, give me two fifteen. Study show thyself approved unto God. Work and be not, may not be ashamed. Rightly dividing the word of truth. You must rightly divide the Bible. I feel like I don't know why. Let me, let me, let me tell you something. We're not Jews. We're not seeking a sign. We don't have gifts yeah. and healing and of different times. Are you listening? That's all. That's all apostolic. That God gave it to the apostles. I don't care how fast your tongue can flip. It does not mean you're going to heaven or hell. It's only through Calvary. Amen. Amen. That's it. That's it. So why are you preaching doctrine tonight? Well, that's what I'm supposed to be. You're supposed to know where we're saying. Why do you believe it? You know what tongues were? I'm so off track. You know what tongues were? You want to take Bible and show you? Tongues were for a sign to the Jew. Stop, stop. Not just the Jew. The unbelieving Jew. 
Why did Jews require a sign? Because they had heard, heard, heard prophetic all through the years. Prophecy. Isaiah, Ezekiel, Daniel, Hosea, Joel, Amos, Obadiah, Jonah, Michael, Naaman, Zechariah, Haggai, Zechariah, Malachi, all them Old Testament prophet books, Elijah. I'm talking about men like Moses. All those great men of God. You know what they were preaching? There's a land to come. There's a land to come. There's a Savior to come. The kings and Redeemer, he's on his way. He's going to come, he's going to come, he's going to come. And here's what they did. They would prophesy. Now, why is it you go to the Old Testament and read about what was going to happen when he came and then go to the New Testament when he was here and see everything that had been prophesied had been fulfilled. It was, it was so they would believe. But then on top of that, that's why the Lord Jesus would walk up to a blind man and make him see. They had never seen nobody of that, of that kind. That's why he'd walk up to a lame man and make a walk to truly try to persuade them I am He uh, that came to redeem the world uh, that see it. I am the Messiah. Bless their hearts. There's Jews right now wearing a coffee field on top of their head reciting their rabbi prayers and depending on everything but Jesus to get them in. I don't care how many, many times they kneel at the wall. They're going straight to hell if they don't believe that Jesus is the that's point blank truth. That's it. Good preaching. Here, Judaism ain't gonna cut. Is nothing close to what Christ did. It's nothing close to redemption. Amen. Are you listening? The Jews required a sign. Right. But the Gentile. You know what I'm looking at in here tonight? We're all Gentiles. Yeah. Seek after wisdom. Where is the wisdom? It's in the Word of God. Why do we not seek a sign? We have a Savior. We don't need a sign. We believe Him at His Word. Here come old Thomas. They told him Jesus had got up on the third day. He said, Well, yeah, I see Him. I ain't believing a thing. You know what Thomas was doing? Seeking a sign. And here comes Jesus. Eight days later, Thomas is there. Let me tell you something. This is a different message for a different day. But you want to know the reason you have a hard time with doubt? It's because you missed too much church. Yeah. Had Thomas been gathered with the assembly the first time, he'd never doubt. He'd have been, hey, good, good news, like good place to find him is here. Yeah. There had no question that he was living again. Had he just been in church? Here he comes. I believe, I believe. You know what Jesus looked at him and said, Thomas. Thomas, son. They told you eight days ago that I was alive. But now because you see me and you touch me, you thrust your hand into my side. He said, now you believe. He said, but blessed are they which have not seen. Yet believe. That's something. It's amazing if you get a look at this. Jesus came to them flesh and blood to give them a sign. He's our hope. He was their hope. And he looks at us. He's never laid eyes on. We've never seen him physically touch anyone. We've never seen him physically heal anyone. We've never seen him physically put an eye back in or an ear back on. Never. But we believe. Isn't it amazing that we're more blessed tonight than Peter was? Well, that didn't help at all. I thought it would. But isn't it a, isn't it a help to you, Brother Teddy, that God looks at us and we are more blessed? We are more blessed than James was? We are more blessed 
than Bartholomew. And we are more blessed than Philip. And we are more blessed than all those apostles and all those witnesses. We are more blessed than the little lad that had a bunch of five fish and two loaves of bread. Because we have not seen it. But I can tell you, I've never seen it, but I'm seeing it. I've never touched it, but hey, I know what it's like for him to touch me. I've never heard his uncle voice, but his voice rings loud and clear. I'm trying to tell you now on point number one again, there's hope and it's in the Lamb of an almighty God. His name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. What kind of testimony do you got? What a false hope. Come on. Right. I don't believe any further than this. I don't care. That's right. That's right. You break right. 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 I'm not going to mix it and get my other points. Right. But I ain't allowed. Right. Yeah, man. What do you mean? God's got a rope on my heart. Every time I try to go this way, He pulls me back. Amen. Are you listening? Amen. I'm talking about there's people in here tonight. Somewhere or another, you know it. If you die in your condition, what you're depending on ain't enough. Yeah. It ain't enough. You know why God gave you a preacher? Preach. She'd be saved. How shall they hear? Amen, <laughs> You think you're important? I'm not important, but I'm God called. Now, I can't explain you why he'd come by. I don't know why he'd come by and call me, but he did. Do you think it's a mistake that you're sitting at Silver Rapids Church? No. It's not a mistake. No. What about you, Brother Teddy? No mistake. What about Dickie? You hear my chance? No, sir. Brother Dad, what about you? No. Ms. Siegel? You hear just by accident in your Yeah, man. What about Rose? You hear my chance, bud? Yeah, come on now. We think something, Dave. You are not here by chance. That's right. God give you a preacher, you better listen to it. Amen. I'm telling you. You're older than me, you're wiser in a lot of areas, but you ain't a preacher. God give you a man of God. For yes. You better hear me, you better listen to me. You get Brother John, not because it's me, but God told the voice that I'm preaching that the Old wise Detroit dog, and we learn, we bow. Let me tell you something. God ain't interested. I don't nearly think. I, I don't nearly think He's interested in you being here to bounce me or to bounce you. He's, he's brought you here so you can have some. I know I'm a reject, but you can have a reject that knows the truth to tell you that Jesus died on the cross for your sins. Dave's been around long enough. I've preached to him like that. <laughs> he had six years. It, you know, that, it, ain't, it ain't no coincidence no, that you're here. Still, God give you a preacher. God give you a preacher. And let me tell you all something. He give you one too. That's right. I ain't the best, but Sean, if you come look for the best, you're going to be let down. I'm not educated, and I'm not very smart. I'm not dealing with my words. I'm about to say something to you. I probably will. But I'm going to tell you what I am. Ain't nobody going to talk me out of it because God's going to talk me into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah
I believe this all my heart, just like John the Baptist. When my mama was hearing my heartbeat for the first time, God was hearing the heartbeat of a preacher. You know, when you look back in 2021, so that's my preacher. Hey, I'm getting happy. When God looked down 28 years ago, when my mother and father didn't see that there was a baby boy on the way, he looked down out of heaven and said, that one's going to be one of my preachers. Amen. You want to know why? Because some of y'all is going to have to run into me. Uh, thank, you, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. God's birthed me. Because he knew he coming in. Yeah. 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 You need to hear to deny yourself to take up your cross. I'm about to start running or start throwing stuff. But the day God in his divine supernatural glory created me for you and you for me. Some of y'all scratch your head. I'm telling you, the God's almost true. Amen. Yes, sir. Can you believe that? Big guys. The God, he birthed me. Oh, yeah. Same of you. Oh, yeah. And your family. Yeah. I'm not qualified, Pastor, y'all. I ain't qualified to even preach. I ain't qualified to be saved. Come on, somebody. We want, to, we want to get on all the qualifications and the stipulations of what a man has to be and, and all these things for him to preach. Let me, let me tell you, let me let me give you a list of all the men who are qualified to preach. Here's the list. Brother Jim, at my best, you know what God said I am at my best? How are we going to qualify man? Are you really going to try to sit down and qualify a man to preach or do anything for God? We're qualified to do one thing and that's not go to hell. And I thank God he give us hope in his son. Sinners aren't qualified to die a treacherous death. That's right. And spend eternity in the, in the dwelling of the damned. That's all we're qualified for. But God, Nick, have you preached? Why? To tell you every week, Amen. just as loud and proud as I know how, there is hope. There is hope. There is hope for your marriage. There is hope for your children. There is hope for your sin. There is hope for your discouragement. There is hope for your depression. There is hope for, 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 for uh, all these things. There is hope for your sorrows. There is hope in times of life. There's hope in times of death. There's hope when your money's good. And there's hope when your money's bad. But it all starts at one place. A little old manger somewhere. Up down yonder in Bethlehem. Where a baby boy was born of a virgin. And he was raised a sinless life. Uh, 33 and a half years. Uh, and for three and a half years. Uh, his ministry was started. And he went around trying to convince the world. That there's a heaven to gain. Uh, and a hell to shine. That he paid for their sin in his own blood. And they despised him, and they rejected him, and they esteemed him not, and he made himself of no reputation because they looked down through the portals of time and they seen Megan Peebley quick on her way to hell, and he seen Sawyer quick on his way to hell, and he seen Ashley quick on her way to hell, and he seen Brother Chris quick on his way to hell. He seen you quick. 
messages I preach. It's not in how many people I see saved in my ministry. It's not in how many good deeds I do, how many how many people I help, and ain't none of that. It's in Jesus. He's your hope. Yes, sir. He's the only hope in God. Are you are you hearing me? Miss Brandy? He's our only hope. You think it's by chance that y'all are sitting here tonight? Driving all the way from Jellico. How does this stuff happen? There's one answer for this. Caleb. Jesus. Amen. You realize there was absolutely nothing else that brought me and you together. Nothing. It wasn't a common, it wasn't a common interest. It, it wasn't a mutual friend. Right. Miss Michelle. My God, how many words you hear up here for a while? Yeah. God's providence. Right. Yes. His hand. I'm about to be happy, you know. Yeah. His hand closing that door. Moving over here and over here. Allow this storm. Because without this storm, you would have never sought this shelter. Oh, yes. And then when you got in that shelter, he moved you out from the shelter of grace. And you couldn't understand why. And put you right back in the fire. But every time God put you through the fire, he burned something else off of you that didn't need to be there. And he made you and made you and helped you. And formed you in exactly, just exactly, just exactly what he wants you to be. And at the end of this race, he's going to show our lives. And it never stops on what is his providential hand. Off. 
world. You know what this is? I, I, this was his words to me. I hope he still feels this way. If he don't, sorry, I'm going to go buy a chicken and run to the eye. This was his words to me. Now, am I okay to, to say what I'm about to say? Now, li listen, y'all. Yeah. This is his word to me. He said they moved your Where was it from? Lawrenceburg. Lawrenceburg. This is his words now. You know what he told me sitting up here one night? He said, I just felt moved and pushed, persuaded. I can't remember his exact word. To move here. And he said, to be honest with you, I really had no idea why. I didn't, know, I didn't even know why I was moving here. It ain't like you got a job promotion or it ain't like you had to take over an estate or care for someone. He said, we just moved here from Lawrenceville, just, just moved here. And I really had no idea why until I walked through the doors. I still want to know. You don't think God's building a church. He's drawing people from, from all different. He said, I now think that I now realize in my heart that I moved from Lawrenceburg to London for, for nothing else to walk through the doors and participate and join and strive and grow as a member of Steel Water Baptist Church. That's the providential hand of God. Amen. Yes, sir. God, Ain't nobody around here. We can hide them all. I ain't going to come. How are we ever going to build a church? God ain't got no problem reaching out in Lawrenceburg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God ain't got no problem going to Harlan County and moving souls and moving hearts here. God ain't got no problem with Jellicoe or Dallas or anywhere else, y'all, I'm trying to tell you, I don't know where they are coming from, but what's God I ain't equipped until God does just exactly what he wants to do. I will not leave this world by death until God really moves and sends away Because he's honoring what I've been doing right here for seven years saying this. Jesus. Jesus. What's the answer? Some of y'all say amen right here. I've sat down with more than one couple. What's the answer for our marriage, Brother Josh? Do I get out some little devotional book in the eight-step program? You know what I tell them? You've got to be more like Jesus. That's the easy way up, Pastor. No, it's the answer. That's it. Oh, Brother Danny, that new man years ago, that's where I got the idea for the banners. He had banners that stretched all the way across the stage at New Manor. And I'll never forget it. It always stuck out as soon as you walked in. It said, Jesus is the answer to all your problems. I mean, there ain't one out there that he's not the answer for. I said to people down in marriage counseling, you know what I tell them? You've got to be more like Jesus. You've got to be more like Jesus. I said people and talk to people dealing with anxiety, depression, whatever it may be, problems in their home. Let me tell you something. The reason you've got the problems in your home that you God is because you're not willing to be like Jesus. You don't want to do it God's way. You want to do it your way. That's why you got the problems. Where's hope? How can I get out? How can my life get fixed? You've got to find your hope in Jesus. He's the only answer for all your problems. I'm not going to be preaching it until I die and see him face to face. He is the answer. Amen. Well, the answer was for Miss Ashley. She wasn't filling out a book or watching videos. She finally reached a place. She got tired of being tired. They sent her off to that little place up yonder. And I don't agree with everything they say to do. 
Let me tell you what she found out and who she was told about that thing. I do give them credit and honor for this. They get a focus. Guess where they put a focus? Right. Jesus. Hallelujah. Y'all seen that video she put together for past appreciation? Y'all seen that video she put together the other day when I preached on that, on that message about a dying, three ways to die? Yeah. Y'all see her here every Sunday and every Wednesday, every morning for Sunday school. I mean, what what in the world happened? Yeah, man. Some of y'all got things that you literally look at them and you say, that's an impossible situation. That will never change. If you leave it up to the ways and techniques of this world, you're probably right. But I'm here to tell you about a man who can. <laughs> you can speak way back. Oh, Brother Bob, a good place to find him is way down yonder with the publicans and the sinners. Those Pharisees, that religious crowd, didn't they like him very much because every time they looked, he'd scattered around with all them sinners and all them harlots and all them, all them men tied up witchcraft and sorcery, and they all him and say, what's a man that claims to be Christ the Son of God doing with him? Hey, I got news for you. That's a crowd he came looking for. He didn't come for the whole, the whole need, not a physician, but he came for the sick. He came for the ungodly. He came for the unrighteous. He came for that one nobody else wants, nobody else loves, nobody else wants to hope. That's who he came for. He came for the down road and the broken heart and the river and the storm. He came for you. Never had much of a mother. Yeah. Nobody loved me. 
He ain't trying to get a pity party in soapbox. No. He's sitting over there like, have y'all ever seen the little kids that'll trip in the church on the church van? And you can tell, you can tell everything about them, everything you do with a fine word. They eat it up and they bubble over. That's because there's a whole bunch of children that don't know what it's like. Some of y'all never realize what it's like to have a mama and a daddy that loves you and that takes care of you and provides for you. You need to appreciate their love because there's children that turn into me that does not know what it's like to be loved. You know what most of them turn out to be? Psychopaths. Murderers. Drunks. Drug addicts. Women abusers. Children abusers. Perverts. Are y'all listening to me? I mean, I, you don't have to believe you. You know, you know I'm telling it right. When they didn't have a daddy, they turn out they ain't nothing hardly good about them as a man. When they've never shown affection, they don't know how to love. They don't want to love. They have no love and compassion in them. None of that comes natural without love from somebody. Yeah. But on the day, the Lord Jesus, the one who gets home, came by and showed him what it was to have a father that loved him. <laughs> Even his siblings. He became, the Lord Jesus became a brother to him. Yeah. And a faithful friend. Yeah. The Lord Jesus came where he was and became right a faithful there. friend. Amen. Oh my. Right how did God, how does this man that said he never cried I might be wrong on this. I don't know if I am upset telling you, but I think you said that Christina had never seen him cry. Is that correct? Is that what you told me? Never seen him. You know, he's a tough man. I ain't going to cry. Now he's got tears, and they're not tears of sorrow, but tears of joy. I took him. I took him deer hunting. After he got saved, he shot a deer. He's come down the mountain, my daddy said, Look at there, old shell. He said, I'm proud of you, buddy. He said, for the first time in his life, he heard those words. I'm proud of you. Yeah. I'm going to tell you something. Yeah. He told me that my whole life, and I just said, thank you, Dad, and went on. Didn't yeah. a whole lot to me, but he had never heard those words. Now, you know how God lets you hear those words? This may not mean nothing to them, but me and you's preaching. You know how God, you know, excuse me, you don't know how that that happened, and you heard those words for the first time? God. You do not know me. I have not took you hunting. You do not know my daddy. My daddy could never said those words. It means the world to you. You'll never forget. Had God not saved your wretched soul. Yeah. 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 Let me tell you something. God will not only do those things that only He can do in the spiritual, supernatural realm, but God will give you people that you have never had in your life had it not been for God. God has given us some people in this room that's there locked in, buddy. Life to death. We're going to love you and cherish you and hug you and hold you and love you and support you. And you have never had none of it. And God not brought you into I can't tell you the times I've looked around. I did it just the other day. I don't know who I said it to. But I looked around the funeral home. My name always laid out in the funeral home. It was somebody from our church. I don't remember who. And I looked at him and I said, It was you. It was on the stage. I said, Oh, here's the right side. That's still one of this church. Most of all of our church members, Brother Teddy, was all right there together at my name's funeral. Right. And all my blood family was on the left side. We had to leave to start the funeral. I looked at Shelby. I said, Shelby, that's all where's my family. 
I said, but that's the real thing. That's how they love them. I do. Yep. This is my thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I'm just telling the truth. Some of y'all might get uh, fall out of your breath. This is my family. That's all. Yeah, I, have blood, I have first cousins that have the same sort of DNA blood flowing through their, their veins as I do mine. And I can honestly tell you, hand of God, over the authority of God's word, I love you much for oh, much deeper. Yeah. 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 You are such a whole much better friend to me. Some of y'all have been there for me when even if my family, blood family would have tried, they could not have helped me like you have helped me. Yeah. How did that happen? God give us hope. Amen. God's given you some people that really will love you. And I know people, I've told so many people that, and I can see the ones that don't feel loved. They want to push back from the table. Yeah. They're scared to trust me. Yeah. They are. Yeah. They're afraid I'm lying to them. I've seen it. Yeah. But I want you to look around. Now, I'm not going to do this. I'm going to ask you. And don't you lie. You ain't going to upset me a bit. I'm telling you, don't you lie. If you don't feel what I'm fixing to say, you say no. Deacon, do you think I really love you? Now, you don't have to say yes if you don't think so. I'm not going to do that. I'll work hard. Trying to convince you, but you know I really do like it. You think I love you? Yes. What about you, Miss Nate? I've been hard on you. Don't forget that. I've been hateful to you. More than once. I've jumped on you. I've corrected you. So let all that play in. I really want to be open to be open. She's my secretary, she's my bill person, she's she's the bookkeeper, she's she all that, and I'm very, very adamant about things. She paid two months worth of bills a couple weeks ago instead of one month left us with holy no money. I said, why in the name of God did you do that? Yeah. Don't you ever do that again. So we've had some maps. Is that right? <laughs> but do you think that I love <laughs> So here's what I'm doing this for, Brother Dave. There's people in here that I love and they don't think I love them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They don't want to believe me. They're afraid. <laughs> What they're not seeing is God has put somebody in their life that really does. Oh, yes, right. Yes, sir. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. We've been in the boxing ring a time or two, haven't we? Not really, you know, problems between us, but we've had some battles as well, man. Hey, if you don't think this, don't you say yes. I'm going to hug you and lay you away. But do you think that John Street loves you? I love that man. We've yes, been around a long time, but I told you a hundred times, and you've told me already. I'm going to poke you and pry you and punk you. But I love you. Do you think that I do? I do love you. Lord, boy. This morning, I really do love you. Good job. Yeah, man. I didn't. I was just, you know, sitting back and said, Good luck, guys. I don't know. But I really love you. Yeah, man. Man. You know why I'm doing what I'm doing? Because God called me to do this. Yes, sir. He called me. He changed my heart. I can't explain the love I have for this body. Amen. If I didn't choose it, God gave it to me. Amen, brother. Brother Jim, you think I love you, brother? Yes, sir. Here's, here's a big one. 
It's Joanna P. Think I love you. Or is that a big one? Because, like some of y'all in a hurry, but it heads a time or two. Yeah. We have. Yeah. No secret. It is. But I love her. Amen. 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 She, I don't know if she said that before. I do love you. I do. Let me tell you something. Well, I've done all this to get right here. God has given us one another for a reason. He's given us hope. And he's provided us with help. And it's not a false hope. We're not deceived. It's genuine. It's real. You can have it. Yeah. Yes. Are you listening to me? If you don't know real hope, you can. If you don't know what it is to feel real love, you can. But only, only when you turn to Jesus. That's it. There's no other way. There's no other way. That's it. There's no other way. That's everything. Jesus is the answer to all. Amen. All of them. However, when you do good, he's the answer. When you do bad, he's the answer. When you're happy, he is the answer. And when you're sad, he is the answer. When you're at peace, he's the answer. When you're faced with temptations, he is the answer. Don't you ever, ever, ever forget that Jesus is the only hope in your life. It's not going to come to the boyfriend in 10 years. That's right. It's not going to come that way. Amen. It's not going to come in a, in, a, in a bestie. It's not going to come that way. It's not going to come through athletics or scholarships or education. Are you hearing me? Yes. Yeah. Remember this. Amen. Amen. I want to hope you got. That's it. Amen. That's it. Right. Amen. That's it. Yes, I want to shout. My voice is gone. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. 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 I want to hope you go. This is Jesus. You know how you're sitting here in a good home? Blood. Yeah, think about that. You got a great example. Yeah, think about it. And both a female and a male, a mother and a father. Yeah. The only way you got where you're sitting tonight right. is because of Jesus. Amen. 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 That's it. That's it. Yeah, right. There is no other way. Yeah. That's right. I can go people up here. I've been preaching for a long time now. I think maybe two. But the only hope we have is found in the Lord Jesus Christ. Miss Amanda, through all the troubles and trials that you all been through, I know. I know for sure that you've been wounded and hurt, and you did, and may even still have issues with trust. Because some of the dearest people she loved so much with all her heart turned right around and turned their back on her. 
and it, and it affected them just like it would you. Yeah. I'm going to tell you something. There'll come a day that God's going to turn the lights on. You're going to realize yes. that you could never be in that. We would get you right here to a place where you really are. I know you've heard it. You probably don't believe it. But I'm here to tell you. You're loved. Absolutely. Yes, sir. You're what? You're one. You need it. You need it. You're a part of this body. I don't know how we sat in church before the Thomas came. How do we make it? If something happens and we're not here, they're out of town, I feel so whoa. I'm throwing all that away. Feels like they've been here since the start. Have to have. That's all said. Brother Chris, I want you to come tonight. Father, we love you. Thank you, thank you Lord. Lord, we praise you. Thank you. The hope that's found in Jesus. I pray, dear God, Lord, that you would bless the invitation. There's all kinds of folks that need to do business with you. So, Lord, I pray that they would, that they would not say no. For those that need to come and make things right or get saved or just just trust you, whatever it is, God, may they leave here with real hope in their soul. For what you do, we'll thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Every head.